There's a quote that says, start the walk and the way will appear. In 2018, I unknowingly started my journey into becoming unique. My journey started with choosing me and understanding that self-love and self-care are so important in the evolution of you. There is no magic blue pill to transformation. It's all about the journey. The journey of self-love, self-care, being consistent, showing up for yourself, investing in yourself. The Become a Unique Podcast is a place where you can be well and be you. Welcome. You have truly arrived to a safe space. Be prepared to grow in such a beautiful way. Let's get this show started. Hey, y'all. So I am just so grateful for the Become a Unique podcast because I truly believe that this is a platform where I am bringing awareness or attention to things that are around, you know, um, some things may be completely mainstream and you can find it like, you know, the information anywhere you go. And some things may be not as mainstream and you, you don't, you know, you've heard of it, but you didn't hear of it. Or, you know, this may be your first time hearing about it. So I'm just grateful that, you know, there's been so many conversations around, you know, bringing attention, awareness to things that's all about wellness, us vibrating higher and so much more. And today's conversation is about CMOS. Yep, CMOS. And I can say, you know, the first time I heard about CMOS was just a few years ago. I didn't know about CMOS um, 10 years ago and so on, even though CMOS was around, you know. <laughs> but, it, you know, once I started to walk into this space of, you know, wellness and vibrating higher, you know, CMOS became, you know, very you know, clear in the conversation around wellness. And, you know, now it's a normal thing for me to hear something about CMOS, but CMOS is not an item that you're going to walk into your, you know, your local Target or Walmart and find. You're not going to find CMOS in those types of locations. It's like, for those that know, they know. And, you know, Today's conversation is about bringing, you know, attention and awareness around it. And, you know, me and my guests are having a conversation around CMOS. Um, we are no experts, but um, but I say with everything, you know, do your due diligence, look things, uh, you know, look into things a little bit deeper, find out if this is something that, you know, you want to have in your life, should you have it in your life and so on. But, you know, like I said at the very beginning, this is, you know, amazing because we're bringing so much attention and awareness to an amazing item called Seamless. <laughs> So yes, yes, you know, I'm not going to chit chat too much. We're going to really um jump into today's episode, but you know, today is the first episode that, you know, we are fully going into YouTube world. 
So I've posted a few of my podcasts on YouTube, maybe every other week or so. But now from this point on, every episode is on YouTube. So if you want to see me, me and my beautiful guest in person, live in person, go ahead to the YouTube channel. Otherwise, you know, go ahead and continue to listen to it on your podcast streaming app. You know, sometimes you're driving, you know, you can't be looking at the visuals and, you you know, you want to listen as you drive or, or as you're washing dishes or whatever you may be doing. And so definitely continue to listen to to the podcast on the podcast streaming app. But I do have another option, which is, you know, YouTube. So yes. So let's get into today's episode. And yeah, let's get into today's episode. Let's go. Today on the Becoming Unique podcast, I have such a beautiful and amazing guest by the name of Marisol. Welcome. Hi, everybody. So glad to be here. I'm so excited. Oh, my God. I am so excited to have you here. And me and Marisol actually know each other from the past. (laughs) Well, not from the past currently, but our kids... um, not didn't go to school together, but they did theater together. So we were moms in theater like over a decade ago. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I know. It's been that long. Now our kids are like in their 20s. So yeah, it's been a long time. I, I've always been um, a fan of Uniques um, from day one. She'll tell you we have like an interesting story, but um, yeah, we just kind of always hit it off. I always found something special in you. So I was like, I like you. I want to I want to be friends and we became mom friends. And then after that, our kids became um, also good friends. And then, you know, they kind of like stopped doing theater together. And then we've always remained in contact, which was great. Yay. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for the compliment and back at you. (laughs) Thanks. So the reason why I have you on here today is to talk about CMOS. But before we start talking about CMOS, I would love for you to tell everyone. Who is Marisol? So I would identify myself as a very unique, right? I'm going to take your name into it. Um, A very unique person. Um, I am like source energy, right? Like I am like, I'm really driven and really interested in science and all that good stuff. And so I just like to identify myself as just one good source of energy. Um, yeah, I don't, I feel like putting a name of who I am, it's labeling myself. And I try not to think that way. So I just want to just say I'm a big source of energy. Oh, I love that. I've never had anyone describe themselves as that. And I, and I think that's just so beautiful. And you are a beautiful source of energy. Yes, honey. <laughs> <laughs> So um, self-care has been a huge focus on the Become a Unique podcast. And, and to me, a part of my self-care are affirmations. And um, do you practice affirmations? Yeah, I do. Yeah. I do it consciously and I do it subconsciously. I do it on a everyday basis. I do it um, when I don't know I'm even doing it. I try to like really be conscious about the things that I say to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, whether they're negative or positive, you know, I, I always try to like really be conscious about it, but absolutely. I always think that, you know, what you say to yourself or even to others speak 
um, is powerful. And so, Mm -hmm. yeah, I do it. I do it every day. I try not to say it. I don't really do it out loud as often. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, my inner voice is just as loud as my outer voice. And so I use it. I do it every day. Beautiful. Do you mind sharing one of your go-to affirmations? Yeah, I I mean, it all depends. I have so many different ones, but um, I'll just tell you, like, if I'm having a bad day or if I feel like uh, the day is kind of like, it's been somewhat of a struggle, my Mm -hmm. affirmation is this too shall pass. Mm, I like that. Yeah, yeah. So that that is one that I say to myself. Um, You know, some days when I'm feeling, um, you know, just grateful because I always my my affirmations always leave with I am grateful for um family it's always my you know number one um I'm so grateful for my health I'm so grateful to be breathing mm-hmm. um yeah so it's like so many I think yeah. I have I don't have a one it just like throughout the day I practice this mantra of of saying these affirmations to myself I love it. This too shall pass. (laughs) So, okay. So let's get down to business because the business of today is CMOS. Mm -hmm. And CMOS is not necessarily found on the mainstream. You're not going to go into um, C-Town and find some CMOS. You're not going to go into Whole Foods and find CMOS. So what the heck is CMOS? Oh my goodness. So (laughs) let me just kind of give you a story of why I've, when I even first started using CMOS. So I actually started using CMOS way before CMOS was even popular, right? Like everyone kind of refers to like Dr. Sabi and, and going online, but way before that, even before I even knew who he was, um, I work right on 125th street and I've always been a fan of like smoothies and, and different, things that I can incorporate into my lifestyle. And right across the street, um, they always have uh, like CMOS, right? And so um, a good friend of mine who is still a friend of mine to this day, he still works there. Uh, his name is Ishmael. And he always will be like, I'm going to put some CMOS into your smoothie. And then I was like, well, what is that? And then he kind of educated me on what it is. And it has 82 vitamins and minerals and it's so great for you. And I was like, all right, you know, put it in, right? Because I'm not a picky person, picky mm-hmm. eater. And so he put it in my smoothie and then I never really tasted it, right? So it was just like one of those like unique things. I was like, hmm, I was like, I can probably do this every day. And so, you know, he was like, do you want to buy it? And I was like, sure. And this is back in 2013. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there, I just became a fan. And this was before, again, CMOS was so popular. It was like $4 for like a huge tube that now, um, you know, it's being sold for like 30, 40, $50. I was buying it for like $5. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh my goodness. So beautiful. So beautiful. I love that you was into it before the craze started becoming, you know, what it is now. So um, you were saying that he was telling you some of the amazing benefits behind CMOS. Could you like um, break down some of the benefits of why someone would want to have CMOS in their life? Yeah, I think um, CMOS for sure has, again, a lot of vitamins. Um, You know, they have, it has for iron, if anyone is suffering from any type of iron deficiency, um, a lot of like vitamin, vitamin D. I mean, it's just like, the list goes on and on uh, of how many things is on there. But 
I would just say that it's overall good source of vitamins and minerals that you can actually incorporate. And something that I don't really take as often as actual like supplements of like different pills um, from biotin to again, um, iron. Um, and I'm sorry, I don't have the listing of all of them off the top of my head, but there's like 82 of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would just say that all of them is beneficial for the body. Exactly. Exactly. Um, is there any benefits behind, you know, taking, um, adding CMOS into your diet? Like, um, I know everyone is different. I always talk about that here. Like, you know, what may work for you may not work for me and so mm-hmm. on, but what are some benefits that someone can look forward to by starting to take, um, CMOS within their diet? Oh my God. Now that is where you spark my antennas up because mm-hmm. there's so many, right? I mean, from children can take CMOS to someone that is currently taking medication for high blood pressure can take CMOS. Um, someone who is pregnant can take CMOS. Um, and again, before I even say anything, I mean, I am not a licensed physician. Um, you know, I, I pretty much can only give you testimonies of, you know, from children in my family that have used CMOS before to even my sister who was actually struggling um, with fertility. Um, and we were actually having an interesting conversation about CMOS. And she's like, Maris, I'm really thinking that when you were giving me all of these herbs, including CMOS, I really feel like it actually impacted um, mm-hmm. my chances. And she wind up getting pregnant. She actually took CMOS during her entire pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, she actually had suffered from high blood pressure and stuff and all of that became elevated. Um, but to, to kind of go back to your question of what are all the other things, obviously weight loss is great. Um, I like to say that CMOS is a secret ingredient and a secret, um, it's, it's something that is so special that someone that can actually put it in their face. And I've put this in my own Instagram page that I put it on my face as a natural um, Botox way and to tighten up the skin and to reduce wrinkles. I put it on my hair to promote hair growth, um, especially if someone is currently losing hair. Um, I had the symptoms of COVID where I actually lost a huge chunk of my hair um, and started using um, CMOS to kind of get the strength back and actually, um, promote hair growth again. Um, so again, I, I covered weight yeah. loss. I covered someone that is currently taking any kind of medication. Diabetes is also great. Mm-hmm. Um, if someone has that, but there really isn't something that I will say like, no, CMOS, someone should not take CMOS because they have any conditions. Yeah, I feel like it's there's no reason why you should take CMOS when you're not sick. You should be promoting this in your diet every day. Yeah, definitely. You know, um, I am just so grateful that I have you here so we can bring up the conversation around CMOS. And and like you said, you're not we're, we're not doctors over here. We're just sharing information. So with sharing this information, I hope everybody does their due diligence by you know doing further research behind it. And once you start do, start digging in and doing all that research, you will just start to see how this has been such a jewel and a secret. You're not a secret, but like, you know, it's a jewel to really have in your life once you know about it. And I'm a true believer 
when you when you know better, you do better. So, you know, if we don't know about CMOS, how could we add CMOS into our um, lifestyle? But now by listening to us, if you didn't know about it, you, now you do know about it. And um, so, yeah, I'm just so, so, so grateful for this conversation. Now, what exactly is CMOS? Like someone may be sitting here and like, okay, what, what is CMOS? Is it a powder? Like, what what is it? Where does it come from? Like, what does it look like? Because we know what it looks like, but, you know, someone that's first hearing this, what does it even look like? Yeah. So CMOS is actually kind of like a seaweed that you will find in the ocean. Um, and so what it is, is, again, something that you find in the very bottom of the ocean. Mm -hmm. um, and people can actually convert what it kind of looks like. It's kind of of a similar to it has like a seaweed kind of material to it. Mm -hmm. It's very like slimy, but it's very rich. Um, and again, it's, you will find it only like in really cold waters. So like the, the Caribbean islands is actually really great, um, for actually having sea moss. So there's different also kinds of sea moss, um, too, is that a lot of people think that there's just one kind. You'll see that online, that there's some that are purple, some that are yellow, golden, some have different colors and really also depends on the climate of where sea moss is actually, um, being, um, you know, raised or, or actually from, which is important. Um, I think that now too, is like CMOS has become so big right now that, you know, it's become such of a hype that people are now like farming these uh, CMOS, which is yeah. a little bit also scary too, because now you're not really getting the all natural, um, you know, they're seeing that people are starting to buy it. So CMOS is not like it's in the ocean. There's an unlimited amount of CMOS, right? Like it's, it's a season it has to like kind of like grow and form. And so when you hear people say like, I have sea moss, um, you know, obviously wildcrafted is actually the best because you want to make sure that it's not farmed. And a lot of people actually are using kind of like pools to be able to like take actual real sea moss and kind of like loop them into these like strings and kind of like um, kind of mimic a ocean kind of wave mm -hmm. so that way they can be able to grow and kind of sell an unlimited amount of sea moss so I definitely would cautious people too is like to your point in the beginning is like don't take what I'm saying into content do your own due diligence research it like if you're interested in actually taking it um, because I think that now people are just really just kind of like milking it only as a business um, mm -hmm. I tell people that you know, even when I first started taking CMOS, um, you know, even when I, my curiosity was like, where do you guys get it from? Right. Yeah. Like, where do you get it from? And I actually learned um, that they actually were getting it from the Philippines. Right. And so when I did my research, um, that was just an area that I didn't feel that I would want to continue on getting right and for several different reasons right like sometimes the pollution was very high the water wasn't that great and so I started doing some research on what's the best places and islands um, or even countries to actually get it Canada actually has a good good source of, of sea moss um, that people can actually also buy because of the temperatures being so cold um, but meaning Vancouver mm -hmm. but there's different types of sea moss and so I think that when people go out and think about buying it, they really need to think about the overall picture of it. Where is it from? Where is it sourced? Mm -hmm. um, um, and then from there, 
it's like now you can be able to kind of like do whatever you have to do and prepare it and make it and and yeah so forth Oh, okay. Uh, you definitely schooled me um, because I didn't know. Well, I knew it came from the ocean, but I didn't think it had to be cold waters. So it's not in every single water out there. Um, so I guess for anyone that's just completely new to sea moss, sea moss comes from the sea, just as it is in the <laughs> in the name of it. So it comes. Mm-hmm. From, it looks like a, a, a seaweed um, when you pick it up and look at it when it's in its natural, you know, form. And yeah. um, and so, and, and I'm happy that you told everybody that there's a difference between um, farm craft, you know, I'm saying farm craft, wild craft, and also farm. <laughs> it's just like our fish, like when you go to the supermarket and buy your fish, it's different. It's a difference between when you see wild caught or, you know, it's actually coming from the ocean opposed to, um, you know, what's the other one called? Um, it's not homegrown, but... <laughs> I yeah, can't think of the name. I can't even think of the name that says it that it says on the packaging right now. But yeah, so there is a difference to be mindful of it. So don't just look at it saying Seamoss, be mindful, like, oh, is this wild craft there? Is this wild court? Or is this being made in a lab somewhere? Like exactly. A of, like a lot of our stuff out there, you know, just like when you buy your <laughs> your salmon, yeah. if it's not wild court, that salmon's being colored. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely. And then also too, is like, you know, you also hear on a lot of videos as well too, is like, you know, when you soak your sea moths and stuff and it should like expand like 10 times, right? And that is not true, right? Mm-hmm. Your sea moth should not be expanding to like, you know, you know, 10 to 20 times, right? Sea moss is very thin. Um, and that's where I'm seeing a lot of too, a lot of them, um, especially that are um, kind of being like handmade. Um, they're putting a lot of salt. Normally in the ocean, um, you shouldn't have so much salt into your mm-hmm. sea moss, right? Um, and a lot of times too is like you can see how they're kind of like doing things to the sea moss to make it look as if it's like natural, but sea moss does not come with like tons and tons of salt. Once you rinse it out from the salt water, it actually looks like it's it's really paper thin. To be honest with you, it's very thin. And again, every sea moss is, is from different um, islands. It's, it's going to look different. But the way that sea moss really should look, it should look very thin. So whenever, let's say you go into somewhere or you buy it online and, and someone, you buy sea moss and you notice that the actual veins are like the size of my thumb, right? Like, you know, there's something not right about this, right? Sea moss should not be thick. It should be very thin, like super thin. And actually Dr. Sabi actually says this too in one of his videos. Um, But again, I think that there's so much, so many people going out there and trying to like make money out of CMOS. And just like everyone, like we've talked about before is like really do your research. Um, You know, you're consuming this. Um, And like part of the reasons too, like certain areas also too, they're um, the waters can be extremely polluted. So like, remember when you're taking some of these sea moss out from these ocean waters, right? Especially if it's polluted, you're putting a lot of this toxic in your body. And so you just want to be extremely cautious to know who is the consumer, where you're getting it from. I mean, I have on my Instagram page, um, I actually, my sea moss actually comes from St. Lucia. I have a relationship. I've been there. 
I've traveled there. I have an idea of where my product is coming from. Um, so it's it's a little different for me because I know where my source is coming from. So I feel confident enough to be able to, if I can consume it and I can feel like I feel confident that what I'm putting in my body and I'm sharing with my family and friends is good quality, then mm-hmm. that is what makes me want to be able to promote it. Um, so it's not really about, um, to me, um, not so much about the money, but I really thrive off of hearing the testimonies when people tell me, wow, this thing really does work. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for like letting us know that there are different locations that the CMOS can come from, you know, bringing awareness to it, bringing awareness that, hey, I'm not really fond of the, what the waters are like in this location. Someone's probably Googling CMOS right now and they're seeing what it looks like, or they're going to Amazon and seeing that there's packs of CMOS being sold. Um, what should CMOS look like when someone's purchasing it? Because it's also like, the CMOS in its natural state as they will get it when it's dried or Mm -hmm. there's, you know, there's gel CMOS. Um, How should someone purchase it? Like, what should they do? Like, okay, they're like, okay, I want it, but now what do I do? Yeah, I think it all depends on how they want to do it. I mean, there's obviously two ways they can get it where it is already made um, and then they can get it where they have to make it themselves. I think either way, um, I would probably advise whoever's buying it is to, again, research who you're buying it from, right? Um, If let's say if it's in a form that you have to actually make it yourself, um, look and see if they actually have a website, right? I mean, I I will be completely honest with you. I don't have a website. Um, I a lot of my business is really a lot of word from mouth, right? Like it's like word on the street, like people that know me, people already, I have a good reputation of like selling it. So I really don't have to promote it as much. I'm going to do that for this year. Um, But I would just say is that if they have like an about us page, I think doing some research on the, the person, like all the questions you're asking, like, where did you get started? Where you, you know, you know, how did you, source your CMOS, right? Where did you get it from? And all that stuff. I think doing that step first. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is, again, if it's like, whether it's in a raw form or if it's not, because again, this is something that you're ingesting in your system and you don't want to like buy things uh, and ingest them just because people are saying it's so great, right? So like, again, do your due diligence to make sure that you're getting the best quality for your buck. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. So I know um, when the first time I purchased CMOS, I purchased it in the war form, war form, war form. <laughs> and I did try to, I didn't try, I did. I went ahead and made my CMOS um, gel because then also once you get it, you want to take the, the natural form and turn it into a gel. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm assuming that's the goal. And, and then once you have it in a gel, then you can consume it with it, you know, internally or externally. Like you said at the beginning, we can like use it as a face mask. We can use it as a hair mask. We can take it on daily. Like I do it daily with tea. Um, mm-hmm. But I know it's a little bit of work. It's a little bit of work with like, you know, soaking it and putting lime and whatever way everybody has their different techniques of cleaning and doing what they need to do with the Seymour. So I know for me personally, I was like, okay, this is a little too much work. Um, mm-hmm. 
it is a process. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a process. So it depends on you to figure out like, oh, okay, do I want to do, do the process? But of course, when you do the process, you, you're having all your energy on it. You're understanding it from step A to Z, you know, if you do the process. But we do live in 2023 where people just want it now. So, <laughs> so I have I, some tips too on how to like sh- cut in, you know, tasks. So that way people can also preserve it much longer too, which is like, like you, to your point, it's like, it's a huge, it's a commitment, right? It's an all day thing, right? And it's, it's a process and you have to put love into it. You have to make sure that you're using distilled water and all that good stuff, right? But I think that once you get it to where it needs to be, CMOS can actually last for a very long time, you know, obviously in a nice tight mason jar, um, you can put it in a freezer. Um, you can actually put it in a, if you have a really cold fridge, you can put it at the very back of the fridge uh, as long as it's cold and you're not opening, you know, closing your refrigerator to, to get that warmness in there. As long as it's cold and actually can preserve and, and, and last you for at least six months, right? Mm. So I like to tell people that if, even if you do it, try to like, if you're going to do this batch, make it an all day thing where you like have your jars ready to go. Um, I also like to use like um, ice cube trays, like the plastic ones, or you can use them. Um, they have all different kinds, but like you can actually talking about tea and I'm actually a huge tea drinker as well too, is that I actually just pour my sea moss into these trays and pop them in the fridge. Right. And so it's a great way for you to kind of like pop one out, put one in your tea, um and or if you want to maybe do like a smoothie you know you say you know what I don't I really want to put some in the smoothie instead of like opening up the jar and taking two spoons out I personally do not consume sea moss um with taking a spoonful I I'm just like that type of person I just haven't gotten to doing that yet it depends um if I make one that is very tasty like an elderberry or one that has um, some kind of fruit into it, then I would probably ingest it that way. But I'm more for like just putting in the smoothie and putting it in my tea or wherever I want to put it. I put it in my soups. Like there's just so many different ways to do it. So yeah, so you were saying the um you were you were talking about the ice cubes. I never thought of that, but mm-hmm. oh yes, that's so genius. And um and I've been getting my CMOS from even though. <laughs> I may not get any more from them. <laughs> no, I'm a I'm a huge fan of. I just yes. you know now that I know the source is like I choose otherwise. I guess those smoothies there, and I still support them and buy other things. But oh yeah, yeah, down neighborhood health food store. So yeah, I definitely go into them. Yeah, for definitely different things. But um, I just uh, now that you brought the attention about the location, I just I think I want to be more mindful about that. Um, yeah. And then also a lot of times I feel like I throw away my tub of sea moss early on because I feel like because like you said the opening and closing every day and then I just feel like I'm like mm, I feel like it's getting a little rancid. So um, that was such a great idea to just like pour pour them into the um, ice cube trays and keep it in the freezer. So then as I'm um, needing it, I will use it opposed to it being open and closed all the time. So I think that's such a genius suggestion. And I definitely will be utilizing, (laughs) utilizing that suggestion. Yeah, no, it's, it's a, it's a great way, a great little hack to kind of preserve, um, yeah, your CMOS, right? Like, you know, take the ice cubes, you can even put it, you know, put it all over your face. I mean, I just love it. Whenever I'm getting to that point where I feel like you, to your point, it's like, 
all right, it's been there for a while. I immediately put it in on my hair, right? Because I'm like, okay. this thing is not going unused. Um, yeah, I've, I've just put it in my hair and just leave it. And again, it's like, it's just so safe. Like I slept with it overnight. I can sleep with it in my hair overnight, put a shower cap. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, by the time you rinse it out, it's like your hair is like so silky and smooth and mm-hmm. it just brings life back into your hair. Yeah. And it's, you know, it comes from earth. So, you know, it's only one. It's safe. So, (laughs) yes. And it's, so it's not like it's a man-made product unless you're getting, I guess, the farm-raised ones. So, um, but yeah. Okay. Okay. So this is beautiful. You have taught us how to preserve our um, sea moss by, you know, just, just, just like one little hack. I'm sure you probably have plenty of a hacks up your, um, up your (laughs) sleeve. But so now someone is like online, they're like, okay, how do I even start the process? Okay, I want to buy it in a gel form. You know, um, when they buy it in the gel form, is there anything that they should be looking for? And also, I know a lot of the gels come some, you know, people like to add flavor to it where they're adding, um, you know, different flavors and stuff like that to it. Does that one, you know, last equally as long as like the plain Seamoss? Uh, great question. So I know when I first started off, one of my biggest mistakes, um, and I think it's always good to share like those mistakes that you have done is that when people actually put real fruit into your sea moss, it immediately, um, people immediately put raw, um, fruit into your sea moss. But then once you do that, it immediately now sets it for an expiration date. Yes. Right. When you don't put any fruit or anything in it, it lasts longer because it's at its own natural state. But when you put fruit in it, we already know fruit does go bad. It does go sour. Right. Um, so that's the reason why I'm not a huge fan. I've made the, the worst mistake ever is when I was starting off is that actually selling my sea moss and putting natural, fresh, organic fruit into it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've learned it gets bad quickly. It's just not the right thing to do. Um, If people do want to put any type of fruit into it, I will probably prefer like if, if let's say you want to do something with um, blueberries or something, you know, on the internet, you see like a lot of like these beautiful colors and stuff and they're like purples and, and stuff like that. Anytime that you see someone do that, um, it's always best for you to ask your source, hey, when did you make the sea moss, right? Yeah. Um, because again, it does have like a lifespan of when it's actually going to be good for. Um, mm-hmm. So it's good for them to know. So that way they can make the right decision and say, okay, I need to store this. But it's it's just a good way um, to be able to preserve it. Um, now, when it comes to, and I don't know, when it comes to like herbs, herbs are a little bit different. Um, some people like I, I love elderberry. So, you know, brewing the elderberry and putting it in, it's a little different. Herbs are a little bit different than putting um, actual raw um, fruit in it um, because it also lasts a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. So I would just, you know, recommend if anybody is going to just buy it, ask the question, hey, when did you make the CMOS? Do I have an expiration date on when I'm supposed to be using it? Um, And then if they want to make their own, you know, you can, again, the same applies. It's like you put fruits in it, store it in the fridge, mark it as when you put the fruit in it, when you made it and give yourself at least no more than, um, I say maybe like 
three days, to be honest with you. Some people go a week or longer. I say three days because fruit, it breaks down into sugar and then you don't want to have all that stuff Yeah, in yeah. your, um, in your sea moss. Okay. So, okay. So that's good to know because I see a lot of the fruit, um, CMOS being sold. And I even like, I get like these advertisements on Instagram with like companies selling their CMOS and the CMOS gel. And when I buy it from, it's cold and I, you know, I'm always, I don't know, like, am, can I buy the CMOS, um, with like fruit and stuff like on the internet and have them mail it to me? Yeah. I mean, i I've, I've done it in the past just to kind of support other businesses and just to see like what the texture is going to be like. And um, everyone, and I think you asked this question about texture, everyone's texture is going to be different. Mm-hmm. Some people have like the clumpiness, some people like the watery, some people like the smooth kind of a, um, or some people like a thick where they're like yeah. scooping it. So everyone is going to kind of do it different. It all really depends. Um, what I've learned is too, is that when people want to preserve their CMOS, meaning they want it to last, right? Like if you're in the business of selling CMOS and you want to last, when you normally see it looking like a soup, that's not good, right? You're, it's more of a watery base. You don't want to buy CMOS that is way too watery. Mm-hmm. You do want to buy it where it has like a good... Um, a good amount of sea moss where you can actually use like some thickness to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the thicker that it is, sometimes you know that you're getting more bang of your buck, in my opinion. Yeah. I want to suit watery. That's when I feel yeah. like people are trying to stretch their dollars and like add more it. water. Stretching. Yeah, they're yeah. stretching that last batch of sea moss and trying to sell it and promote it. Um, uh-huh. But yeah, I, I would probably recommend it if it's a little bit more thicker. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> okay. So and you was also saying that how when you put the fruit in it, it changes the um it changes the quality of the sea moss because of the sugars and things like that. Um, but what I can say is that um when you're gonna store your sea moss, um glass is always better, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, you know, there are other places that, you know, they sell it in containers and those things leak out toxins and yeah. into your stuff. So I don't I'm not a fan of that. Um, I would prefer to spend more money and just buy my mason jars and sell it. Yeah. Um, and then those are also reusable and stuff like that. So it's just easier to me for me to sell it in a mason jar. Yes. Okay. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. So this is this is all good. This is all, all good information. I really feel like we gave people like a great baseline to get started with understanding what CMOS is, what to look for, the questions to start questioning. Um, I have, I think I have one more question around CMOS. I saw recently that someone was selling CMOS capsules, pills. I, you know, is there, I was like, how do you take the scoop and put it into a capsule? I don't know. Do you know anything about the capsules? Yeah. So normally when CMOS is actually formed, you know, it's dry. You put it out in the sun. um, So that way it can become dry. And pretty much what it does is people just, it, they, it's almost like grinding it to where it becomes like a powder form. Okay. Um, and that's pretty much where the capsules are come in place, right? People get it and then they just put into capsules and then people will prefer capsules versus the raw, the raw version, because a lot of people can't tolerate, um, the taste and all that stuff and the smell. Mm -hmm. So it's just the easier form. Um, in regards to potency, I think that it's still equally the same. 
But I think the potency is still the same. So, I mean, I, I recommend both. I mean, my husband takes the, the capsule um, version of it. I just prefer to just go put it in my smoothie. Okay. Um, yeah. And then it also the breakdown as well, too. I think the breakdown by the time you get the capsules. And that's another thing is that I want to quickly just mention is that the capsule forms getting people that do the capsules also use gelatin on their capsules, which is not the best way to actually ingest any capsules, right? Whether it's vitamins or whatever. So you really want to make sure that the capsules are in a natural state. Some of them use like coconut kind of like uh, um, capsule gels where it's not synthetic um, mm -hmm. because those little capsules stay in your digestive system for a very long time. And by the time it breaks down into this powder form, you're just so much better just like consuming it <laughs> and taking it that way. Okay. So, okay. So good to know. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. They ground into a powder. I don't know why I'm like, it's taking the gel and putting it in the capsule. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's an interesting question. It's like something like, how did they do that? How does yeah. it? Cause I guess I had in my mind that is only a gel. Like, how do you do this? So, um, but yes, it does make sense. Make it a powder and then turning it to uh, a capsule. Um, yeah. Okay. So I think, I think we've been schooled. I think we've get, gotten a lot of informative information around CMOS and, um, and yes, honey, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, you're very welcome. This was fun. This, yeah. was, this was really fun. Definitely. And then before we got on, you were talking about how you was making smoothies in the office for your, um, for your, for your, um, your crew and so on. And you've been so involved with, you know, sharing your knowledge and, you know, being a coach in some sorts. And I think you, you said you're going to start coaching for this year. So could you expand on that a little bit for us if you want to? Yeah. So, um, definitely one of my, um, desires One, I, I'm a people person, I love health. I'm very curious to know like how we can be able to expand our life, uh, and just become our better selves. And so for this year, um, 2023, I'm going to be um, continuing with my business with selling CMOS and selling herbs, but also putting a coaching component to it. And almost like I'm going to be a, well, I will be a, an accountability coach, um, which that can expand from, you know, some of your long-term, short-term goals, um, whether it's weight loss, um, things that you desire that you want to accomplish. A lot of times is that we set all these goals, but, you know, when we write them down on paper and we have all of these things done, we don't have anybody that is going to hold us accountable to it. And um, that's where I will kind of fit in and I will kind of walk you through the journey and and kind of make sure that you're kind of checking those check boxes um, as you start accomplishing and going towards your goals. Beautiful. You know, it's um, when we want to, you know, when we want change, I can't think of how the quote goes right now, but when we want change, we have to make change. So we can have all these ideas like every year, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. But you know, sometimes we're preachers of habits and we're, you know, we're used to doing what we do. So it's so beautiful when we're, when we're able to have a support system in line. So, 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 so beautiful. Thank you. It is <laughs> yeah. actually, no, I'm, I, again, I, I'm, it, it was an honor for me to be here and kind of join. I was a little nervous, but I'm so happy that I did it. Um, and then if any of your followers or anyone else want to just, is just interested and curious just to kind of know what a little bit what I do, um, please um, feel free. They can follow me on Instagram at msumter2004. 
Um, you can send me a DM if it's questions, comments. I'm hoping to have my launch my website up so people can be able to kind of get some more ideas of, you know, how my services are going to work. And I have so many things on a pipeline far as like, you know, doing spiritual retreats and wellness retreats. So there's a lot of great things that I have in stored and is embedded in this mind of mine. But as I'm preaching to the choir, I'm also doing it myself and I'm taking action on those goals that I want to accomplish. Yay. So beautiful. So beautiful. Yes. Expanding in 2023. I love it. <laughs> Absolutely. And yes. And we will be reaching out to you for our CMOS needs and questions. <laughs> yeah, that sounds amazing. But before I let you go today, please let everyone know what does becoming unique mean to you? I think becoming unique to me, it's a, it's a platform that really opens up information in all kinds of topics. Um, becoming unique is just like a great way to kind of like get out there and start talking about topics that people are interested about. And you offer that unique. And I'm excited again to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh my goodness. You have been nothing but amazing. So thank you so much for being here. You're welcome.